Welcome to Better Homes and Dungeons. Today, how to bring people in. The best way to show newbies the ropes and chains and whips and maybe even a saddle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was, that was good. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure I'm prepared to say good. I, li- <laughs> I, I liked it. I wasn't prepared for it and I liked it. <laughs> And, and, and well, no, I'm I'm cutting that joke off there. Nope, nope, <laughs> no, done. Um, everyone, I, I want to have my guest uh, introduce himself. Um, Jordan, um, who who are you? How are you in this community? Hey, my name is Jordan, and my Twitter handle is at DM of Chaos C. Uh, first, I started off with just throwing myself headfirst into the D and D world, and I have never looked back. So when it comes to like streaming and talking to other people online, that's that's really my thing. Excellent. I, I think it is hopefully for a lot of us because um, it, it is probably the thing I love most about this community is out of the out of all the people I've like played with, no one's been a jerk. <laughs> like it just I seems to be this I, almost I, like I can't say that. of like let's be lovely. Like, cool. I can't say that, but in I'm, fairness, I'm sorry. The like the jerk that I played with wasn't someone that I met in the community, so oh. there's there's that. That's okay then. Yeah, it's good. Oh, well, everyone that I've well, met well, so far has been has been dope. I hope to be among the the, the dope column, not the not dope. The the, ver- the verdict is still out. You're gonna have to prove yourself on this po- okay. on this podcast episode. <sighs> All right, I'm gonna do it again. Um, now, Jordan, th- this uh, one of the things I put out there is I do want to have a good chat to you about how I, as a very very boring straight white male, can do whatever is necessary and what I can do on my end to make sure that um, people of color such as yourself feel comfortable at my table. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to suggest anything because I'll be honest, I don't know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Sure. Um, what, what would you say are like the first, the, the most important stuff to really be okay. so good on? I'd say the most important thing, and it's it's kind of, you can approach this with anyone who's at your table, is to have a conversation about what people are comfortable with and you know what you want to see in this story what you want to see at the table uh if it was specifically like like me i think i would ask like hey you know i think the way that you just asked is honestly the perfect question of like hey i might not know everything you know can you help can you help me out is there, any, is there anything admit, that I should look, look look out for? I freely admit I know nothing. <laughs> I will always be a beginner, and I'm okay with that perspective. I think we can we can all continue to learn and and improve to allow allow ourselves to be you know more more fluid at the table and more accept accepting. Uh, another another thing. <laughs> another thing that that i would suggest is when you have someone of color at at your table i like to make sure that i'm also 
or that you would be whoever is running the game is also incorporating characters that aren't just every character is is, is white hmm. you know so it's it's also about that individualism and having that in the story as well and i'm not saying like they you know you you have to just randomly pander or anything or, or throw a main character it's like this is the african-american character you don't have to do that it's just when you're describing npcs just keep 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 switching it up keep switching it up and mm. doing doing research always helps of like diff, diff, different cultures and you know okay are there any books or websites you'd recommend on that Ooh, asking me the hard questions <laughs> I, I'm a curious person, so if you say to me, "Hey, there's something you could read about that," my brain goes, "Good, where? I want it." I'm actually a pretty shitty reader. I lose focus unless it's a D and D book. <laughs> Those I can just breeze through and read multiple times. Everything else, it's like I'm struggling to stay awake. So, to That's answer right. your question, no, I don't okay. have anything for you on the book That's end right. or I guess, maybe wizards. Maybe wizards could bring out Mordenkainen's guide to not being a shit. If you're like, oh, okay, this is good. Uh, <laughs> Xanathar's guide to inclusion. I would happily read that. Yeah. Although that being said, behold is a kind of um, <laughs> maybe not yeah. the go-to phrase yeah. for inclusion. It was the it was the first name that popped into my head after you said Morgan Morgan Cannon. Elminster's Guide to Empathy. Yes, I'd, I'd happily buy the copy of that. I like I like that. That's good. Cool. Um, okay, so what you just said actually, um, my myself and Sammy, who is the the, the head of um, Queer Dungeoneers, um, me and him are having a chat and he actually had a, a really good question that I thought, oh man, that's that's really good. Let's hear it. Okay, so let, let's say you, you create a world or a, um, a realm or whatever mm -hmm. and you want to have representation of all different races, ethnicities, all of this. How do you voice a character that isn't you without it going into like, caricature um territory because when you like for, for example if you look at say apu nahasapima pedalon from the simpsons he's a really problematic example yeah so one thing that i i approach in like how i how i do storytelling and like world building and stuff is like yeah um art is going to imitate real life but it doesn't always have to be so so black and white. Like it do, it doesn't have to be. I'm I want African American people in my game. Therefore, I need to learn uh, an African American dialect, or I need to like speak in like slang or something. You know, you you can bring whatever voice that you want, and I think as long as you're not, you know, sticking to like a stereo a stereotypical maybe hood hood slang something of that of that of that na nature then it would it would come off i think pretty well 
I I, okay. I often take a lot of different different dialects and just mix and match them because the your your fantasy world doesn't have to play to any any other rules beyond your own. So like you you can have a black a black guy with a with an Australian accent. Well, the first Australians are black dudes, so yeah, yeah. You could you could you could just have have that be the dialect of that region or they could be british or they could be you know whatever you want okay i mean one of the ways i have thought maybe approaching this is okay in in one of the games i play in i play a tabaxi assassin okay and the reason i play that character is because my children were watching puss in boots on netflix nice when I was having the conversation. So, of course, you know, my brain's like, huh, what I need is like a badass. <laughs> There's one. And it just became something where I thought, okay, when I speak in the voice of this character, I want to attempt an impersonation of Antonio Banderas doing that character. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess my thinking was, well, I'm not trying to belittle anyone with that i'm just thinking okay well this is what my character is based on and i don't think well I, I i like to think i'm not punching down um because mr banderas is going to have more success money fame and everything else good in life than i probably ever will but it did make me think well if you were to pick say good strong examples of characters that are outside of you know the race that you represent is that maybe a good way of doing it it's definitely the way that I do it. You oh. know, when I when I need some some inspiration, I will just listen to different kinds of voice actors and listen to, you know, something that just speaks to me. And the beautiful thing about it is that no matter how good you are at impersonating, chances are it's going to it's not going to sound exactly the same and and you are going to be it's it's going to be like your style of that imp- of that impersonation, you know. So like I can get close, but it's it's going to be like a, I, a bastardized version. You, version. I, I'm I'm not going to ask you to show me your Australian accent. Oh no, no. <laughs> oh no, no. no I was okay. I'm not I'm not pre- prepared for that. It'd be so bad. <laughs> Look, I'll be honest. I don't know anyone who does a good one. <laughs> Even other people I'm... in Australia? Well, that, okay, the, the funny thing is, okay, I know the way I speak is not very Australian. Australian? Thank you for not <laughs> saying actually, Josh. Um, I, I, I know the way that I speak is not like, you know, the, the stereotypical, like, The Simpsons version of Australians, mm-hmm. which to, we, we did find very funny, by the way. <laughs> we, we thought that was great. Yeah. Usually, oh, it's, usually, it's, it's, no bum. usually it's like, it's like always over the top. <laughs> it was, and we were okay with it. But, and I know I don't have that grade of accent, but I know people who do. Mm-hmm. And I've never heard a foreigner really be able to do it. And it's like, yeah, that's that's good. <laughs> don't don't try, guys. It's going to sound bad. <laughs> I mean, I'm open if, if anyone wants to try. But you know, just just be warned. You might get critic critiqued. 
you get critiqued. There was one thing I was just thinking about that I also mm. do that I don't realize is that uh, sometimes when, when I take accents and, and dialects and things, I completely remove them from the cult, the culture that I'm that that dialect might be from, mm. because I'm not trying to emulate anything of that or like offend anyone. I just want to try out impersonating the voice, you know. So I think. I wish I had better, better, better tips for you <laughs> in terms yeah. of how, I mean, how, how not to be offen- offensive. I always think... I, I think a lot of it... Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, oh, 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 sure, sure. After you, please. <laughs> it's all good. I always think of it as like the spirit of where this person is coming from. So if you yes. were speaking in an African dialect, like some of those dialects were really cool. And have you ever heard like Doomfist from Overwatch? No, I don't play that game. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. I, I'm old. Okay. <laughs> My reflexes don't stand up anymore. It's like, uh, I don't want to... And back when they brought out Diablo 3 and they had the whole auction house online and always online play, I decided that was it. I am boycotting Blizzard Activision for the rest of my life now. I see. And in recent history, that's turned out to be a good idea. Yes, yes. You were, you were ahead, <laughs> ahead of the curve yet, yet again. Well, oh. basically, I, I brought that up because Doomfist kind of talks like this. And it's, okay. it's like an African di- di- dialect. I think it sounds really yeah, cool. I, I can hear that, yeah. But if I were to take that and then use it, use it for, for a character, and that character is also like has other types of stereotypes and things with the personality itself then it's like okay you know that's 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 not great but if you're just using the voice i i usually try and try and try and separate the two and just make it like here's here's a character who happens to sound like this does that make what's sense? his name death punch <laughs> 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 destruction hand <laughs> apocalypse knuckles <laughs> I don't think I could beat that I'll think on it though finger destroy no <laughs> finger banger was the next one but I thought no no <laughs> Oh goodness! Demolish. No, I, I was I was going to say I agree with you. I think intent goes a long way, because you can. I, I like to think we can generally tell when someone's trying to be a dick, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like it, it comes down to us as GMs being able to go, being able to go. No. Nah. Yep. yep. Which I think is a lovely segue into one of the points um, when I asked you for talking points, and you said prioritizing the fun of others as well as yourself. And I think that ability to say, nah. Nah. Nah, mate. We can talk nah. about that, though. I'd like to. Because um, I think it's... I, I will live with you. One of the greatest feelings of joy I have as a dungeon master, um, and because I run all my games online, is when the player characters start to talk to each other and become friends. Yeah. When when the people turn from like relative strangers to really good buddies, 
that makes my heart sing and be happy. <laughs> and and it and it does good things for me. Like it it just reminds me that humanity is not just a garbage fire. It's like, no, there's there's good. I have a different top feeling as a DM. Oh, okay. Uh it's probably just, just like the laziness in me, who knows? But when when you have crafted this 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 world and all of the stories and everything, the memories that, that, that have formed over time and you have a party and something happens and the party just takes over as in like they control the scene and they're talking to themselves and everything and you can just sit back as a dm and like be a viewer just for a moment i find that to be to be utter bliss of like i helped to set this up and now you guys are just owning it you got you guys are you guys are taking taking it to the next level especially when when it's like dramatic (laughs) And people are dealing with things, and like they're they're talk talking amongst each other, and everyone is having fun. It's yeah. great. I want to point out you used the term "top" on a on a podcast with the silly theme that it has. Um. <laughs> God damn it! I guess I walked into that one. I'll have to I'll have to like watch my words now. Oh, no, it's okay. It's okay. All your words are safe. Okay. They're all safe words. All right. Sorry. Bottom. Oh, shit. I'm just going to get it out of the way. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, goodness gracious. See, people, this is the lovely thing about the community. You can just reach out, get in touch with a stranger, and then suddenly you're laughing and giggling at your own inherent immaturity right and that wonderful like human connection yeah <sighs> like oh I'm, I'm, i've never seen you before in my life but now i get to put some eyes on you i get to have a conversation talk about the it's it's great it is i, I think our interconnectedness might actually help us even when it hurts us but you know we we grow we learn we develop we move forward we we eagerly await sixth edition and all the expensive books. <laughs> I, I don't I don't eagerly await so many books, so much money. Yeah, I'll be I'll be like, no, guys, I'm sticking to five. I'll see you there. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see you at seven. I'll save up. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep keep playing five until I eventually am like, okay, well, let's let's check out six. Whatever. Why are you playing six? We're all on eight point five now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, to uh, to go back to the to the to the point. Um, gosh darn it! You made me forget my my train. Lose my train of thought. Prioritizing fun of others as well as ourselves. Bam. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Uh, prior prioritizing. Like being being able to step outside of yourself and say, This is a collaborative, you know, story that we're making together. It's 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 a it's a team building event, really. And it takes everyone at that table to be participating and be like in it. So to go away from maybe this is the thing that I want to do, or this is this is how I have my fun, and thinking about how can I best engage with the other people at the table. And that's that's from that's from a player pers- pers- perspective, not a DM perspective. 
from a DM perspective, it's like I need to I need to to isolate each and every each and every person at my table and figure out what do they like. What are the things that are going to make them happy, make them excited? How can I implement that? Because everyone's not going to be the same, you know. Some people like more exploration. Some people like more combat. Some people like more role playing. Like they are completely fine just doing like polit- political intrigue type stuff. So being able to balance that based on the needs of the people at your table and make sure that everyone's having fun. It's a tough task, but it's very rewarding. Mm, pardon me, sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I'll edit that out or leave it in. We'll see. Um, I am lazy because I'm Australian. No, I, I agree very much with what you're saying, and I think there's... There are some things which I think are universal, um, which are, you know, look, we're, we're all sitting around the table to play the same game. So, you know, there's a start. Um, but what do you always have, say, isolating what someone really is after in a game? Do you just ask or do you have a bit of a, like, do you do this in your session zero or what, what do you do? Session zero is definitely the best place to start. You know, uh, there are a lot of session zero checklists like sheets that you can get online and I, I i i use one all the time where it just goes over all of these different questions of like what do you want out of this all, all of these things so that you can cater your you can cater that experience to them but then after session zero it's being able to continuously check in with the with the party with with your with your players and like at just asking them hey how's it going how do you like where the story's gone? How did you like last session? Things like that. But uh, as a DM, it's also very important to kind of watch the table as you're playing. Because there's there's mm. a lot that goes unsaid that you have to just kind of pick up on. Sometimes players don't really know or aren't able to communicate, I like this specific thing. So I tend to just to just watch and see... Hey, I tried out this thing. Let me look around the table. Who really liked it? And alternatively, who doesn't look like they're having that much fun? Who looks less engaged? So kind of using that and continually building your... What is the word I'm looking for? Uh, Rapport? You know, I'll I'll take that. It wasn't the word I'm looking for, but I'll take it. It works. Building your portfolio. Ooh, man. Uh, Reportfolio. <laughs> oh, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but okay. building building your 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 port your portfolio on your players and the people at your table. No, that's that's good. I mean, one tip I um I saw from someone I play with, um, was asking how their characters feel. And they got that I think from the adventure zone because they said, oh, they notice that they do this quite often. Um, and I thought that's actually that is a good idea because then you do have an understanding. And I mean, also, if someone's saying my character's not having a good time. I get the feeling that sometimes how they could be potentially saying... I'm not having a good time. Exactly, but trying to be polite with the dungeon master. Yeah. 
and and I think that's I think that's not a bad idea because if someone says, "Hey, my characters, my characters are just really struggling. This is really not what they're about." I think you can go right. Well, I need to do something to to kind of ease that person in into a nice thing without maybe making it looking like I'm just like dumping everything and you know giving them a lovely beach day or, or something. Mm-hmm. Although, I mean, hey, a lovely beach day sounds pretty good too. I think that's that's a that's a good tool if you're if you're running like the kind the kind of game where that that third person kind of uh, narrative is cool. Mm. Uh, with 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 all of my games, it's all like first person. So I tell my people like, once you hit the table, I don't want to, I don't want to hear anything. That's like, unless you're asking me a question as the DM, mm-hmm. you know, everything that you say and your 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 emotional reactions to things and everything should be as your char- your character. But yeah, I just I just tend to tend tend to look around the room and. Can I mine that vein? Because I'm, 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 I'm now very, very curious about that. Okay, do please. Use, like, okay, you've just said, look, when you're at the table, you are the character. Yeah. Do, do you allow metagaming or table talk? I mean, table talk is always going to happen, no matter how much you try and curb it. Uh, I just try and make it so that it's very minimal. And... I think that there's also a good uh, amount of meta of metagaming. Like there, there's always the ne- the negative aspect of it, mm-hmm. like using information to do a decision that your character wouldn't norm- normally do, right? Mm-hmm. But then there's there's the other aspect of metagaming where you hear something and you decide like, what would my character do here? And you do something like completely maybe harmful, but you're doing that based on not wanting to metagame or not wanting to be to be an ass you know or like you're listening in on maybe a conversation that your character's not there for so you as a player can know more about that character know more about that player that Mm. is an aspect of metagaming it's just not 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 negative metagaming no I, i don't think it is i mean i think also by if you have something out there that says, hey, this character's backstory or their character is richer, for me that also kind of, I take that as inspiration. Like if I'm at a table and, you know, the DM is doing a thing with someone else, I think, oh man, that's cool. I've got to step my game up. Yeah. But not every player thinks that way. So <laughs> it really it, it really depends yeah, it really depends on the people that you have at the table, because I mm. have I've I've had some 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 players who, you know, I can barely. I don't really have to put that much effort into engaging them. They're going to be engaged with the scene because they're like natural role players, and I have other I have other players who would prefer to be, you know, they are they're on on the the the, the shyer side, the, the quiet side, so. You have to put in a little bit more effort to engage them and kind of put them on the spot a little bit so that they're also in the scene. Yeah. Maybe you don't start them off with the with the tiefling bard. Maybe just start, look, dwarf fighter. Trust me. 
<laughs> yeah. You have to be as grumpy. <laughs> yep. Or Tiefling Bard, maybe they just play an instrument as opposed to singing and rhyming and doing all the stuff, all of the the huge thea- theatrics. A, a Tiefling Bard without theatrics, okay. That's part of the backstory. Or, or the rampant, you know, attempting to flirt with everything. Um, <laughs> I've had too many Tieflings at my table. Oof. It's broken me. That's like the bard, the default bard. Yeah, although um, one of my buddies, he's playing a um a bard in a Curse of Strahd game, mm-hmm. and he's playing it as a lost soul, and he went to a name randomizer, and the name it gave him was Gothhard. Gothhard? Gothhard, or go home. And so he's playing... It's great. It's like, that's the best name. <laughs> but but it's, a, it's a case where, like, he had a, um, a somewhat traumatic upbringing as, like, a hag's Pied Piper character. And so his story is a redemption arc. So he's, he's not going to be the stereotypical bard, I feel. Hmm. You'll have to, you'll have to tell me how it progresses. I am not in that game, but I know the dungeon master and that guy, so I'll uh, I'll oh, keep my ears open. Okay, I thought I thought you were, you were in it. Might be. No, I'm I'm not a fan of Curse of Strahd okay. because I don't like Strahd. I haven't played any of the modules or anything, so I I don't I don't know. I've I've no, heard, um, I've heard decent things about about them, but look, I've, I've never I've never played any of them. It's very, very well written. It's very well put together. It's very deep. It's rich. It's beautiful. Pardon me. I just don't like Stride because he comes across as like a sex predator. Ugh. And it's like, yeah. Ugh. I don't need that in my game. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I'll adapt this. So he's a railway baron. <laughs> yeah, let's make him something completely else well he has completely he is a different bad interests. guy yeah he's, he's a baddie so i think it's like yeah i'm glad the baddie's a baddie and i have no sympathy for it so i guess you, you could you yeah you could also see it from that perspective of like let's let's super vilify him but at the same time i think it's also down to us as dungeon masters to be able to say i'm not having that theme in my game agreed and this is something that you said, which is, you know, considering the kind of game we're playing and, and fitting the theme, it's like, that's not a theme I'm comfortable bringing in. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd ever want to, I don't know if I'd ever want to run something like that. I wouldn't. I mean, I don't, I don't know anything about, I don't know enough about yeah. Strahd to like comment on that specific character or anything but for me personally mm. one of one of my things is like yeah i'm not i'm not going to talk about certain topics in in the game and that that's another part of like session zero where you mm. like provide the players with all this information like here's the kind of game that i run here is what i'm interested in because like the D, the the dm has to have fun too like if you're not having fun running the, the the thing that you like running, it's it's gonna make it worse for everyone else, right? Because you mm. are 
you're you're the narrator. You're the person putting this to putting this together. So you have, you have to have fun. Uh, but on the same token, that opens up the conversation at that session zero point for your players to say, well, okay, uh, here is my addition. You know, I'm not comfortable with this. I know you didn't mention that, but something you know, it's it's per it's personal to me. So at that point, it's like cool. You take all of the things into consideration and you just plan around it because we're all people you know yeah yeah no i um one of the games i run um is a it's based on cobalt versus margrave um and i said to the guys because i i know these these guys through another game um and it's like okay guys this is going to be your old time Eastern European fairy tale. Okay. And if you know anything about fairy tales, especially Eastern Europeans or Slavs or Russians. They're all like um, super effed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they go dark very quick. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, guys, this is going to be a bit dark, a bit more serious. Within 20 minutes of actually playing the game, there were puns, there were goofs, we were laughing. And I thought, <laughs> I'm not, I can't rein this in. I can't. It's 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 breaking the the player dungeon master contract, which is we're here to have fun, yeah, and enjoy each other's company. So exactly, I'm not going to do that to you because that's doing it to myself, and I can't hurt you because I love you guys. You're great. Yeah. Well, the thing about that is it it doesn't have to be a compromise. You mm. know, if if everyone is comfortable with the game that you're running you don't have to make any changes to it like if they 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 can choose how they want to approach it so if they if they if they want to be you know more comedical with it i've generally found every game seems to boil down to that kind of thing is that yeah. just me <laughs> <laughs> yeah eventually as people get get comfortable it's like well here here comes the the first fart joke of the campaign we did it we haven't had a fart joke yet you haven't hit that milestone yet no no soon. I'm, I'm waiting for it soon <laughs> <laughs> well m most of my games have australians so i mean there's a lot of drinking jokes okay so I don't know. Yeah, if, that's kind of where we're at. I don't know if that's a if that's a cultural thing, if it, if if we if like the U.S. has more fart jokes. I don't know. I'm not sure. It would be interesting to actually look at like okay because, okay well the the main game that I run is myself, my youngest brother, and three Americans. Mm -hmm. And I think the biggest differences that I've discovered, like with like you know chatting with Americans for a while, is my god australians are far more sarcastic really yes we 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 okay because i spend a lot of time talking with americans i i tend to like sheathe it I'm like it's like no no one needs that you can put that away just just match what they do okay and, and i think australians are potentially also a bit more profane with some things, although that being said, I have seen A Star Is Born, and the profanity in what was supposed to be like a lovely romantic movie with you know interesting themes was like, wow, he really um, he really likes that word. 
a lot. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I think th- those cultural things are... We, we find a way around them. Yep. And, and it's lovely when you see that kind of breakdown between people. That's, that's some good stuff. I also think it's, it's just super interesting to have uh, people from different, different areas, different backgrounds, different everything at the table. You know? Yeah. I dig. Like, like race aside, you can take two people from the same race, have them grow up in completely different parts of the world, and like, they will be very different. So just, just, just to see how those, how those experiences and everything shape their decisions and humor and all of that stuff at the table, I think is, is very interesting. I think this is the, um, the American versus Australian versus British versus Irish versus Canadian versus New Zealand thing. We're all very different people. Yeah. And I think that's cool. Agreed. I agree. So, um, Jordan, can I ask the, the game you're playing at the moment, um, with your people, um, at your table, what, what, what's it all about? Because I'll confess I haven't had a lot of time to watch any anything because my life just became a wonderful whirlwind of chaos and, and things to do. It's funny that, that you say that because we have oh. actually been on hiatus because my life has been chaos oh. <laughs> with like, you know, moving into a new home and... Oh a new job and change of schedule and all of these things. It's like life picks up so quick, you know, but we are desperately trying to get back into the swing of things and we'll, we'll probably take our time with it. But prior to the hiatus, uh, we had a homebrew game. Cause that's, that, that's really all I know how to do. And it's all that I'm comfortable with is homebrewing stuff. So, we had a home homebrew game we've been playing for like the past two and a half years. And I mean, I could go into details, but it's homebrew. Yeah, I love it's, it's our, it's our own special little, little, little pumpkin, little sunshine. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. If you had to say, um, if you were talking to say Jordan, Jordan now, Mm-hmm. And Jordan, when Jordan got started DMing, what, what are the few things you'd, you'd tell younger Jordan then? Damn, that is a good question. Yeah, because I mean, mine would be something like, look, dude, honestly, probably don't do homebrew the first time. Like, go, <laughs> go get something that someone else has prepared so you can focus on how to, like, work with the people at the table yeah not worry about everything you're writing (laughs) so i think i would say well first off i would i would say like hey this is really strange that like i'm getting to talk to my past self that's that's crazy i have a lot of other things that i feel like i should tell you right now but we're going to talk about D &D for some reason <laughs> like maybe lotto, lotto Look, numbers. These stocks buy them you know. right now. Go on, <laughs> run. Yeah. Like invest in this this business. Who knows? But you know, yeah. disregard Ask all that. This person We're going to talk about that D&D. one. Trust me, don't. <laughs> <laughs> but I would I would just tell him like, hey, 
you're going you're going to make like you're going to have sessions that are not going to be fun learn from them like don't take it so hard you're going to have sessions that are going to be great learn from them just keep at it keep doing what you're doing and above all else just focus on the people at the table and the fun that they're having because like you don't have to be a master writer master storyteller you don't have to be the top dm in the world you just have to be you just have to be able to you know tell a tell a story be able to describe some things and paint a picture enough that your friends can understand it and not say like what i don't understand that description <laughs> yeah i've sometimes found pictures help yeah they do. They no, do. That, that all sounds like pretty solid advice. I think it's. I think it's. I mean, especially the look when something doesn't land. It's okay. It is okay. Yep. Yeah. Just, just it's not just keep the moving. end of the world. Well, it might be the end of that world. <laughs> <laughs> depending on how bad, depending on how bad the session is. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, no, the la- the last thing I would I would tell them is like the thing you have to focus on is your people are coming back week after week for a reason. Like they yeah. want to they want to do this. They want to they want to play. They are enjoying the world that you and them helped to create. So, bad sessions are going to happen. Just move past them and see what you can learn learn from them. I think we need to have you tell all of us dungeon masters that, because I I don't know about you, but I I, I get dungeon master imposter syndrome, and it's like oh man, do people actually like playing with me? Yeah. Like really like it? Am, am I just like a like if I just managed to like socially con people into spending time with me? <laughs> and then it's like Josh, you've played with some of the same people for about two years. Yes, they could have told you to get stuffed. You know two people who've gotten up at 4 a.m. to play with you. Mm-hmm. If that doesn't say you're, they enjoy the time they have with you, not a lot else does. Correct. I think people, so. people, especially adults, value their time. So if they were not having fun, you know, session after session after session, and they hated, they hated it, and they, they are, you know... I'm out of here. They would have let you know. Yeah. They would not be continue continuously coming back. But thank you. We, I, I definitely need a little Jordan in my life to tell me this. Just, yeah. <laughs> Any time. The anytime. Dude, let me tell you, these people come back because of you. Yeah. Because of you, man. You see uh, that? You, you see that guy in the mirror? That <laughs> that guy makes people happy. <laughs> okay, I we are recording this audio, so I'm just gonna have that on my phone. And just play it to myself in the morning. <laughs> Every time something happens, he makes people happy. Play the audio. Exactly. Yeah, I'll just I'll just play that little that little section back. You see make that guy it, in the mirror, Josh? <laughs> no one even uses ringtones anymore, but you would. I do. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Uh, your okay, age is the, showing. The, the, 
<laughs> yeah, it is. It's, a, it's all these gray hairs in the beard. I don't know if the webcam's capturing them, but they're there. Um, the, there's a guy called Frog Leap Studios on YouTube, and he takes pop songs and redoes them in, like, serious Cookie Monster screaming metal. That sounds terrifying. It's great. Um, he did a version of Gorilla's um, Feel Good, and that's my ringtone. Wow. Not the best ringtone to have when you know your grandmother is terminal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the sound you get from me. Yeah, mm. I just have that. <laughs> Joshua. Oh, but it's how Joshua. I use myself, because, you know, life is short, the universe doesn't care, so let's make each other feel a little bit better. Right? Yeah. One of my Excellent. mottos is uh, leave it better than you found it. It's a darn good motto. If only more of us believed that. Excellent. Well, um, unfortunately, we're going to have to wrap up there because I have to work for a living. Until... Oh, man. I know, it no. sucks. Capitalism, it's terrible. So, unfortunately, yeah, we're going to leave it there. Jordan, you, you threw out your pluggable at the beginning like a professional. Um. <laughs> It was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> People should definitely follow you on Twitter. Are there any other social media things or any other things that they should look out for? So, like I said, we, we are on hiatus right now. But when when we're not on hiatus, we have a Twitch. It's uh, just Chaos Conduct Conductors. And you can also look them up on every social media. But if you're on Twitter because you're following me, at DM of Chaos C, then you're also following at Chaos Conductors as well. And I have a podcast too called Air D&D. Yes, it's very good. I listened to the one shot episode, it was great. Thanks. I I need to sit down and rewrite all the notes because I loved what you guys said. I can't wait to get back to it and start like really diving in to this game and just all of the things that encompass it. I miss it so much soon. It's beautiful. Excellent. And um, I, of course, can be found at Nerdy People D&D. Um, you can find this uh, podcast on like iTunes and whatnot. We'd love a, a nice review. Maybe tell your friends. That'd be nice. So we can get into more people's ears and, and grow how we do this hobby. Um, you can also find our other two campaigns that I'm running, editing, producing, and just losing sleep over. Um, because I don't know how to stop anymore. <laughs> that that sounds like most of us. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, it's like if it's I didn't like do the... the the bug bites you. It does. It and bites then, hard, and then uh, you're it's just done after that. But anyone listening to this, if you if you like me at all, go 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 leave this podcast episode a review. Like I'm sure I'm sure that nerdy people D&D's J- Joshua would appreciate it I so would. so do it that's my that's my cosign and then you just go get the recording of Jordan telling you hey that guy in the mirror they make people happy <laughs> you that person you're the hey, one hey you you can do it that person in the mirror that person does good things okay you got this okay. I'm just making that my ringtone now cool everyone we'll leave it there see you next week bye